the the thing that that made its rounds like you know what i'm talking about adam the talk of of rockets twitter leading up to this game at least was one of our colleagues out there got uh nikola jokic to comment on alperin shingun his game um obviously we know that that Albi has patented some of his game. You see some of the similarities in, in their game and the two guys' game. And obviously he's patented some of the some of his game um after Nikola Jokic. But the you know the quote that came out of there and the big thing that everybody was talking about, I know I must have seen it a thousand not a thousand, but at least like 50 times on Twitter between Monday and Wednesday was Nikola Jokic saying that the Rockets should more, should run more of their offense through Alperin Shingun. So let's just use that as an opportunity to piggyback off the conversation we were having about Alp the last time that we talked and where he fits into the grander scheme of things for the Rockets. And I'll just ask you this. Do you agree with the two-time MVP, back-to-back MVP, Nikola Jokic, that the Rockets should run more of their offense throughout Alperin Shingun, or was that one of those moments where the opposing player is just saying something good about his opponent because he was asked about him? To me, it depends on who's on the floor. So if it's with that starting unit and it's with Porter and Green, then no. I want the ball in the hands of the two guards who are your, probably your two best players, at least in the case of Green. If it's a bench unit, then the equation changes a little bit. And that's why I kind of liked how Steven Silas had this the, the rotation set up at the start of the year where it was Bruno Fernando starting and then Shengun really leading that bench unit with Eric Gordon and Dacian Nix. I like that a little bit more. They want to play fast, and to me – Running your offense through a seven-footer, you know, whether it's at the elbow or whether it's at the low block, that's only going to slow you down. So I get what Jokic is saying, and, and I get what the fans are saying, because you can do a lot of things off of Alperin Shingun uh, if you do run the offense through him. But personally, I would want I want the ball in the hands of Jalen Green as much as possible. And if I'm running, you know, the offense through Alperin Shingun as, quote-unquote, an offensive hub – then the ball's not in Jalen Green's hands nearly as much. So I do think that there's a middle ground that you can have, uh, and that's why I really like Shingun with that bench unit. And I don't know. I, I, honestly, I'm surprised um, that really Fernando hasn't been much of a factor in these two games, especially against Jokic, because I think that they probably could have used Fernando's just defensive presence against Jokic. But I do wonder if at some point, because, again, we're talking about the way they're starting games and they're getting just run out of the gym at the start of these games. And I'm not saying that it's on Schengen because it's not. It's not on him. But I do think that they could probably use a little bit more defense with that first unit and then have Schengen off the bench to help run the offense after that. Yeah. Adam, I don't see how there's even a question about it and what you said. Like, I know you're, that's you giving your opinion. But if you watch the game, it's pretty damn clear about the shortcomings that Schengen has defensively. I mean, he... I want to say he's in foul trouble early on in both of these games. Now, Steven Silas shows some faith in him because um, I want to let's see did he get his second. He had he got it was him getting that third foul in the third quarter that really slowed him down in the first game. And then I want to say this Wednesday game he gets the second foul in the first quarter. It's early foul trouble basically, and and Silas shows the faith in him, but. I mean, the fact that he's getting in that early foul trouble, and if you watch how he's getting into it, I mean, it's it it is the shortcomings defensively that we talk about him having, uh, just kind of coming to a head there. I I agree with you on the part about uh, depending on who's in the game, 
uh, more and more like, and I've I've been impressed with Shingun's game since day one. But more and more, I'm I'm kind of like getting like I get sold and sold more on it. The more I see it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? That's real. You know, like hey, like every time I see it, and you want to maybe question like, hey, can, can he really do that? And like he's going toe for toe to toe, I should say, with with Jokic at least early in the game, and like it's it's impressive. And I get why. Jokic, who in offense runs through very well and effectively because he is like the, the, you know, grade A version of Shingun. I get why he might think that and say that. Like, yeah, sure, the guy who patents his game after me should get the op- kind of opportunities that I get. Yeah, you know, like that totally makes sense. But I'm with you. You mentioned Jalen Green. I would even throw Kevin Porter Jr. into that mix um maybe this game or this two game streak not necessarily withstand i would even say still like you want the ball in the hands of those two guys jalen green and kevin porter jr i think kpj has shown at least that much that he at the very least can't like you want to see more consistency from him but he's showing you that he can be that i mean you talked about it on this podcast as well him as a guy who uh who's probably their best passer um the you know shingun maybe their flashiest passer but i don't know if we would have said that about kevin porter jr when they first started this point guard experiment last year you know like that's something that he has proven over time that that he's um that he's sort of that guy so um so yeah i'm i'm with you there on the point on the part about shingun and i think one thing standing in shingun's way is the three-point shooting and um, he was 0 for 2 from deep tonight. He really hasn't taken very many, but for the year, he's below, I believe he's now below 20% for the year mm. from three. And you saw it where Yogi is playing off of him. They're giving him that shot, and he's either not taking it or not making it. And they were confident last year. They really thought last year that he could become better than a league average shooter. They thought he could get to 35%, no problem. And they thought that he could even get as high as 38% from three. And he's, he's really gone backwards in that area of his game. So um, Jokic, you can run an offense through Jokic because he has the three mm-hmm. and you have to respect that shot. Yeah. And with Shingun right now, you don't have to respect that shot. So it gives the defense just a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Jokic can 100% score at every level. And Shingun, not only, like, you talk about him going backwards, like, yeah, like, that's in the numbers, but you can also see it in him, the confidence, because there's times where I felt where I felt like, even in these couple of games, I want to say, there, where there's been moments where that shot was there, where it's like, hey, go ahead and, go ahead and take that, you know, because they're giving it to you. They're probably giving it to him for a reason because they don't think he's going to make it. They don't respect it. But he's not taking it, you know, at times. Um, and so you can see it when he is taking it, the numbers bear it out, and you can even see the hesitation um, from him as well.